What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, Phoenix! <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's Patrick down. You straight punk bitch! I mean, you're just gonna replace me. Shut up! Random Morales. The biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere! Why do I have to have a buzzer? You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. And I love you, Greg. You guys know how to party. You're welcome. You know, I miss when we would just come on here and talk about Adam Cole, like, every week. Like, I, I miss that life. You know, no. had he just, had he just stayed he with rolling. WWE instead of doing whatever he did and gone to AEW and continuing to get hurt, life would be great. We could be talking about one of the greatest managers of all time, Adam Cole, had he stayed in WWE. But no, we have to watch the guy run around Roderick Strong's condo and... and in Florida, and do whatever. I don't even know what they're doing. I've just seen parts he of He didn't videos. feel he was done, man. His body apparently does. He keeps breaking everything. Well, that's true. So, who knows? Sometimes it makes you wonder, like, maybe the WWE medical team knows what they're doing. Like, Daniel Bryan Danielson continuing to get hurt. Paige barely ever wrestles. Soraya. So, 
Yeah, it's it's like they might know what they're doing. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's almost as if they're better funded. I don't know. Like it, it's just crazy to me that um, it's as if the they continue AW, to learn. AEW's just about, it's AEW is a definitional de- definition of an enabler. Uh, it's a good way to put it. Sort of stuff, which is why it. Ric Flair will wrestle again. You, you're on television. Yeah, 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 stop. That, that's for later. It's for later in the show. No, it's not. Cause, no, it's not. It's like I'm telling you now. No. But we'll get there. Acknowledge no. me. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that. He's Patrick O'Dowd, by the way, at Wrestling Realist. W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. I'm Greg DeMarco at GregDeMarco44. Website's ChairShot.com. At ChairShotMedia. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, so many more. You know what to do. Be a part of the madness. You know, one thing I've noticed, the longer we podcast, the less I want to do like that stuff. Like I listen to podcasts now and it's still like 12 minutes of introductions and everything else. And I'm like, no. But then you listen to the pros who do podcasting. They don't do any of that. Like they literally just get right into it. Yeah, I uh, I still do the full intros for for the bandwagon. For example, I, I understand, though it's gotten shorter. Uh, other than the bits, well, yeah. I have I have a bit like like there's a Ray, there's a Reverend Raven ask Ashington bit that, right. that has just I don't know why it's it's continued to go as long as it has. But but you could like the first time he talks, you could throw to that bit. Like I I, right. I once you have a chance to talk, I then bust out the Twitter handle and all that. Like there's ways to do it. But yeah, you know what else is uh, the commercials like our like our like when we have to push prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Right. I, I have completely changed the way I do that. I used to be very preachy on the on the whole prowrestlingtees.com thing. And now it's every time we come for, come back from break, I do our show kind of like a radio DJ. Right. And then I'm like prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Um, though, if somebody buys the third uh, Bandwagon Nerds t-shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash chair shot, we're going to thank them on Bandwagon Nerds. Like whoever cool. that person is, we got to figure out who it is so we can thank them on the show. Oh, I can tell you who it is when it happens. I have access yeah, to those I just, things. I just, I just why I, I know a guy. Yeah, you do know a guy. You know a guy for sure. So today somebody was, was arguing with me about uh, Jinder Mahal winning the WWE Championship. I don't remember how it came out. That old rag? And it was – I think they were talking about like uh, – I oh, today I think is the anniversary of when AJ Styles beat him for the title. That's what it is. Today being mm. Tuesday, November the 7th, by the way, for historical purposes, 2023. Um, uh, you know, I've, I've been meaning to get more sound bites, and there's a great sound bite of – I'm gonna save it and try to find it, but we'll we'll do it later. But it, it involves the, it involves Tuesday, and that's why I wanted to get it because you know we always talk about Tuesday since we record on Tuesdays. So I got I got to find it though. It's hilarious. It involves for, for the people that are listening that know it involves um, Von Wagner in in NXT. That's all I will say. So oh nice. That's all. Let's see if it plays. Let's see if a commercial goes up. Von Wagner. Is when he's talking about people in in promos, he has a habit of saying a very specific phrase about about this coming Tuesday and what he's going to do to you. And um, well, let's see if it let's see if it works. Come Tuesday, that's all he says in every promo. He's like, "Put Braun Breaker, 
Come Tuesday, and of course you know how they don't spell it C O M E, and and that's yep. like, oh wow, <laughs> this just popped up in the YouTube. Look at this! Wow. The most rewarding no show in the history of our show. Yes. I'm so happy right now. You're you're so excited. You didn't notice me lose you in the call again. No, I didn't. I didn't at all. Come Tuesday. This is hilarious. Oh, it's amazing. That's I did not know. It was literally like it was the it's in the up next thing and it just does the countdown. That's why it happened. It's about to happen again because I went back to come Tuesday. All right, let's get rid of that. I, I just that made me so happy. That so you brought up the the greatest interview to never happen. That's probably the whole reason why I even got that that song was for the Truth Martini it was. interview. And we were very we were very excited. For, oh, and he was like, and in the email, in the back and forth. I'm assuming it was by email or whatever. He was great, and then he no showed and said that he had something came up, and then we could reschedule, and then I never heard from him again. Yeah. And so. Apparently, though, now he's got a family. He's out of the business. I think his school might exist again. I don't know. But, yeah. But that, I haven't heard that in so long. And it just playing made me so happy. Uh, that is, that is, yeah, You there was pure joy on Greg DeMarco. There was. You all can't see it. I was so listener, happy. But Greg DeMarco was thrilled. I was so excited about that. All right. Here's what we're doing today. I heard this format somewhere, and I don't know where. They didn't call it this, but today is a very special edition of said Greg DeMarco Show with Greg DeMarco and Patrick O'Dowd. Today is the wrestling news gauntlet match. Now, a gauntlet match in pro wrestling is what? Two guys start, or women, and then when one is pinned or submitted or disqualified or whatever, they leave and somebody else comes out. And you do this continually until you get to the final two and then you declare a winner. So we're going to do that with a week's worth of wrestling news. We are going to start with two different news items and then we're going to pick which one stays, which one gets eliminated. We're going to add a third one in, decide which one stays, which one gets eliminated. And we're going to keep having two and two and whichever one is is left standing at the end, we will actually consider it to be Important enough for us to really talk about, although we will have really talked about it a plenty already, and and we'll see what happens. We're gonna try it. If it doesn't work, then we won't ever do it again. We'll forget it ever happened, um, <laughs> and I'll just bring back the wrestling game show. Who knows? But we, because uh, Patrick loves the wrestling game show. He loves the wrestling game show. So, by the way, a lot of fun listening this week to to the DWA podcast. Four hundred episodes. Congratulations. On that, lots of lots of good stuff. Oh, wow. apparently people are upset that we don't have the Patreon anymore. Like they're mad that we had three patrons and could never get the files uploaded in, in any period of time. So yeah. Well, but you I know, someone brought the Patreon and somebody else is like, that's... someone else was like, oh, it's a sore subject. I was like, why is the Patreon a sore subject? So it was, it was a thing that never really happened. Like it's hard to be a sore it's subject. It's just hard. Yeah, it was. It's just hard to do. Maybe we could do it now. Maybe. Maybe we could organize it better and get it going, and, and maybe more than three people would subscribe. I don't know. Everybody's got podcasts now. Like we we were right. part of the we were on the front end of all this, but then like you know, even before Conrad Dude. Thompson happened, like it just exploded. Yeah, 
Can I can I tell you it was weird and kind of blow? Like I know we've been doing this forever, but next next week is is the beginning of year four, right? For or quote unquote, as Dave likes to say, season four of Bandwagon Nerds. Um, so we, you know, we'll get new intro music. Um, yeah, that makes sense. But it's it's still kind of crazy to me. To, to really season four of Bandwagon that. Nerds, new intro music. Chuck Bartowski shows up with a new haircut. As Something he did like that. at the beginning of every season of Chuck. Both we're, Chuck we're and gonna, Sarah. We're going to try to figure out um, Tunny's nerd man crush. That is everybody everybody else in the podcast has one. So we're kind of going to do, what, is do it, like is that. Is it a crush on a male character? Is that what this is? For No. For example, um, Dave mm-hmm. is in love with, yes, Henry, with Henry Cavill. Yes, with Henry Cavill. Yeah, like, I know. This is very much a thing. Um, and why not? Did, I mean, he made a good choice. Like, the man's choice. Yeah, I, um, apparently, I, I, um, I have adopted Rod Gosling. Um, after okay. after this week, um, and uh, Ray loves loves him some Winston Duke uh, Mbaku okay. from uh, right from Black Panther. And as we as we had this, like Tony Tony got a little weird, and so yeah, I can see it. So so we're we're basically gonna we're, we're gonna present Tony with options, and, and based on his reaction to said options. Perhaps we will find Tony's. So is the, we is think the, he has one. But it's not a character, it's one. an actor, right? No, it's an actor. It's an actor. Like anytime we talk about Henry Cavill yeah, on any level right. at Painwagon Nerds, it's all about Dave's man crush. In fact, Henry Cavill getting ready to perhaps be in a Highlander reboot. Um, oh, I could see that. Yep. They saw him why, with the long hair in the Witcher and they were like, British Highlander. Dude, why hire a Scottish dude when you can hire a pretty British dude? Right. Um, and he, exactly. I mean, he's pretty. He is like even with the long hair. Like I've seen enough of. The I wouldn't say no. Know. I wouldn't say no. I probably wouldn't either. I don't know if he could. Um, just pencil me in for for Zachary Levy or Levi, however you pronounce it. Just just pencil me in after watching okay. every season of Chuck and crying during the last episode. Yeah, you could pencil me in. So really, because because Shazam's a little rough. Everybody's made rough stuff. Look, Henry Cavill had the man from Uncle. Come on now. I mean, Ryan, Go- Ryan Gosling was a dick in uh, Remember the Titans. So like, that's true. I, I got you. And he still turned then, out okay. Dude, but whatever, dude. The Notebook. Oh, oh. He's standing in the rain. In that white shirt. Oh, Lord. Somebody help me. Okay. We were talking about a wrestling show, though. Would would I mean? Would the, this wouldn't count, would it? Because he's a pro wrestler, I don't think pro wrestlers count. Right, not in the not in the context of what we're discussing here. No. Okay, we could all have wrestling ones too. We'll save that for a different a different edition of the program. That's so that's we a are, list for the show. It's a good list. You just came up with a great list for next week. So maybe we can do that. Let's talk about about the most diverse and accepting two white people possible. We could definitely two white men Wrest- wrestling man crushes. Done. That's what we're doing next week on the show. Tune in. We will make it happen. So we're going to introduce two topics. We're going to talk about them and see which one we decide to eliminate. And then we'll go from there. So Patrick O'Dowd, here are the first two entrants in the wrestling news gauntlet match. Number one, Drew McIntyre lost his championship match against Seth Rollins at WWE Crown Jewel. Patrick did not watch. And on Raw, pulled out of the parking lot after not answering Jackie Redmond's questions and is rumored to have not signed a new contract to date. The other one being that CM Punk is rumored to be in talks with the TKO board 
leading to speculation about her Survivor Series return to the WWE. Now, Drew McIntyre, for me, Patrick Redoubt, it's very, very simple. I am to the point now with Drew McIntyre where I don't care if he leaves. I'm not interested in Drew McIntyre. No. I'm sorry that he won the world title during COVID. I'm sorry there were no fans there. Um, Dude, and that's why I think it was Seth Rollins was like, yeah, we don't care. Like, I felt like Seth was speaking for me when he was just like, we were all there wrestling in front of nobody. Like, it's not just you, bro. Like, it was everybody. Roman started his reign like that. Look at him now. Like, it's just silly to me that that, that was the, the premise of so much that he did. So I just don't care. And for CM Punk, I mean, it, it's CM Punk. That That's all I can say. Like, it's CM Punk. Right. What say you? And I- well, and I echo a lot of what you say about Drew McIntyre. Like to 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 use the the famous cliche phrase that we like to to throw out every now and again. He's he's not the guy, bro. Like he's not. And, you're right. And I, I want I want to like him more, um, but I think he's a he's a plateaued at that. You win the world championship three times, maybe. You know, and that's kind of two, but yeah, he's basically there. But no, 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 no. I'm saying like total, like, you know, over the course of your career, maybe you'd win it three times. Right. In the WWE, you're, you're like that level of former world champion. And I, I mean, I guess if you want to be pissy about it, then you really haven't matured the way you said you did when you came back. Um, if this is true with the, uh, with the other, the other one, see about you talk about being tired of somebody. <laughs> like So I guess this one is who are we less tired of? Right, because I mean, there's I say something in our chats, in our in our chair shot radio chats every time CM Punk's name comes up in conversation, and I feel like it comes up way too much, even amongst us. Who, who talk wrestling because there are a few within our, our group who will say it's because he's news. But I do think that there's a couple there that deep down, they really still love the dude. But anytime these things come up, Greg, I say, I say a thing and I'm going to say it now. Cause, cause this, this ain't getting past round one. Fuck Phil Brooks. <laughs> Just fuck Phil Brooks. To be fair, of, I'm, tired I'm the one it. who brought it I'm up the last of, time. I'm tired of the merry-go-round. I'm tired of the same story. I get why he's compelling enough for people to want to talk about. Like, I get it. I really do. But, like, no. Like, it's got to Somebody stop. All right. Phil Brooks has been eliminated from the gauntlet match, which means Drew McIntyre needs a new opponent. And that new opponent's name is... Megan Bain? AEW has signed independent women's wrestler Megan Bain to a right of first refusal contract, meaning she's got to show up for any dates they need her, but has not developed any ideas for her creatively, has not used her in like years until she, since she was used on Dark, which she probably wasn't in a contract, and have basically encouraged her to wrestle in Japan. Thoughts on that? Um. Well... I'm I'm typing in Twitter right now, Megan Bain. <laughs> let's let's do search. Okay, so um, she wears a headdress. Looks like a Greek goddess, maybe. 
No, it, are, is she flanked by? Well, no, it's in Japan, so she's not flanked by Dalton Castle's boys. But boy, they sure look like Dalton Castle's boys. Um, she cosplays. Um, I see that in amongst the wrestling footage. I see some uh, Wonder Woman cosplay, maybe Halloween Katana. Um, I find you attractive, but I don't know who you are. And this is, I, I guess I need to, I understand stardom is a bigger deal than I am making it out to be. But like where I don't watch stardom. It's really not. I don't know. Like it's, it's no offense. Well, to... People are making, people make stardom. Some folks make stardom sound like a bigger deal than it is. How's that? Um, yes. Like there was somebody else a couple weeks ago that. Oh, who was it? It was like number two on the PWI um, women's like top 50 or whatever. Julia. Yeah. Yes. I, and I was like, who? And you were like, oh, she's a big deal in Japan. She wrestles for startup. And I was like, she's that's pretty nice. much going to be at the performance center next month as well. Which is so. good for her. She's coming. But I mean, yeah, this is the, the, the story itself. Like, I, I, again, I don't know what to make of it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking too much. But like, I, do, I don't really know what to make of this story because it's like, I don't know who this person is that has a right of a first refusal contract. And the creative at AEW, such as it is, has nothing for her. And so this is what well, I plan to talk about the show. They got Sorry. more. They have so many people under contract, including right. women, that they can do nothing with. Why do we keep signing people? And you know what this screams to me? This screams WCW signing Disco Inferno to stay home for a year before he ever debuted solely so he couldn't sign with WWE. Like that's what this Which, this yes. is another you're pulling a WCW item for me. So no offense, Megan Bain. I'm sure we'll care when you someday sign with WWE. Drew McIntyre surviving another round of the gauntlet match, Patrick O'Dowd, but he will now go one on one with a man who sits on Mount Rushmore, the nature boy Rick Flair. Rick Flair, Patrick O'Dowd signed a two year deal. With all elite wrestling, that includes his Woo Energy Energy Drink, saying that he probably won't wrestle, but he'd like to. And okay, here's the thing. First of all, there are talks that he wanted to sign with WWE, and they weren't interested in the Woo Energy Drink. And apparently, this has more to do with Woo Energy than anything else. Well, why wouldn't WWE be interested in Woo Energy? I don't know. Maybe it's because of Logan Paul. And and his prime energy drink, which is all over the place, including in WWE. And Logan Paul is a very now and current star and has quite well taken to the wrestling. Um, as, as we've seen the spots, I could have put this in as one of the news items, but I didn't. Where Logan Paul had to save Rey Mysterio from Logan Paul at the match in Crown Jewel. Because even though you don't watch Crown Jewel, I'm sure you've seen a video of the spot like... Well, he had to stop. He had to catch Rey Mysterio so he doesn't fall on his head. The reason Rey Mysterio was going to fall on his head was because Logan Paul was out of position. So, right. Yeah. The number of people who are like Logan Paul saved Rey Mysterio's life. I was like, you don't know anything about professional wrestling. He saved his life because he fucked up and had to save his life. He knew and Ray had like his Logan Ray would have just it would have been like missing a moonsault. Like Ray would have been okay. Right. But Logan Paul was really just trying to save the spot. 
and did just fine. And and but and and that's when you got to remember, dude's eight. This is the, that was his eighth match ever, right. not counting okay. all the workout you're, matches. You're United States champion. But that's not a topic that we're talking about. We're talking about Drew McIntyre, or we're talking about Ric Flair signing his two-year deal with All Elite Wrestling, saying, "Look, I'm probably not going to wrestle, but I damn sure like to." Dude, he's going to wrestle. Tony Khan is so much of a fucking fanboy. He's going to let him wrestle. And this is so interesting to me because so many folks, uh, so many folks uh, are talking about like how terrible it is that Ric Flair is, is like uh, might be involved physically in a, in a match of saying, I don't want to see that either, no. but I also, I also get it. Um, I don't think it's right. I think, you know, and I, and I think you agree, like Sting will hopefully be looking at the lights after wrestling Darby Allen. Right? Uh, who knows? I, I may, if he wrestles Darby Allen, yes, but I could see him pulling like a six man tag and teaming with Darby, like, like doing like they do in Japan. Tony Khan is in love with Japan sure. anyway, like a six man tag true. with Darby and Sting and then, um, yeah, who knows? But, but Ric Flair's walking around telling anybody who will listen, I got a doctor's note. I says I'm okay. Right, I can wrestle. Like, yeah, he, he gonna wrestle. I can wrestle. He go. He and may so, not fully wrestle. He's going to bleed at some point. Yeah, he's. There's a funny meme going around where they've taken all those sticks and shit that are in, um, what's his name, John Moxley's head. They've put them on Rick's head while he's standing next to Miro in that match where he was a stuck pin for That's that amazing. too. Um, but. Oddly enough, Drew McIntyre is is defying the odds for me right now because, again, I don't I don't want to talk about a Ric Flair return match. That's okay. That's a good, this is a good thing. This is a very good thing. So Drew McIntyre has won his second straight match here in the gauntlet, or third straight match here in the gauntlet. I forgot about Megan Bain already. Maybe and maybe he would sign with us because he he'd get a push. Maybe he's getting a push tonight. Right. But we'll see if that push continues because on Raw, what well, was revealed during Crown Jewel and then the match was set on Raw, we now have our men's War Games match announced for WWE Survivor Series. As the four men involved in the Judgment Day, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, uh, Dominic Mysterio, and an associate wannabe member, I don't know, J.D. McDonough, will battle the WWE super team of Cody Rhodes Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and Seth Rollins in War Games this coming in what, like two and a half weeks from now in Chicago. Um, one still don't have that sound bite no, back. Can you remake it? Can you remake it? I gotta get it, I, especially but, now that it's official. Yeah, I gotta get it. You gotta, you gotta redo it. That's on me. That one's on me. Um, that one's on me, Coach. Two, you've you've been calling this forever. So do we, and I know you get to make the decision. So um, I mean, yay, war games! Woo, it makes sense in Survivor Series, I guess. Survivor Series is it's, the only pay per view not held in a stadium of of the mega pay per views, right? Um, right. It, but it's been in big arenas, and and it's it's not been at like some random place. Like it's been in their bigger arenas that they travel to and and tour at. And this is the second straight year. Four war games. Remember, I was the one who was looking at the seating map, trying to figure out how they could do war games. Figure out how they could yeah. do war games. Now they're doing war games. Like I don't want to say I told you so. I'll save that for later. But I do feel like I told Spoiler. you so. Um, it's not the war games match that I want to see. 
because that involved the Judgment Day in the OC and the first ever intergender War Games match that we've talked about. But given that I, I care about War Games, I've sat here right. talking about how I don't care about Drew McIntyre. So why would I keep him on the list? Drew McIntyre finally eliminated from the Wrestling News Gauntlet as War Games. But Drew had a good run. He had a good run, though. He won three straight. War Games yeah. is now awaiting its opponent, Patrick O'Dowd, and its opponent will be Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers Discovery is said to be happy with their AEW partnership despite lower ratings, but a new deal for pay-per-view or TV slash pay-per-view slash video library rights has not been reached because Tony Khan has a figure that he believes the library is worth. Now, let me tell you something about We'll talk later, I believe. I think it made uh, it made the list. Actually, no. It came out after I made this list. Oh, no. I got it. It's actually the next topic. Um, where NXT has their TV deal now, right? We're, we're talking about that. And so Raw still floating around without a TV deal. Patrick, I am not 100% sold that we won't see Raw on TNT or TBS. I'm just not. Now that we used to have this, we used to have this segment on the show called Bold Predictions. Right, that's the bold that's prediction. Bold right? prediction. Because here's the prediction. thing: like, if Tony Khan thinks it's worth a certain amount, and he's trying mm-hmm. to sell him everything, he wants the stuff to be on Max. He's probably trying to backdoor something for Ring of Honor in there because who the hell even watches that? You got to pay, you got to pay a subscription to watch a, a AEW Dark like with Ring of Honor. Like right. it just doesn't. And now you get Final Battle for free if you sign up. And maybe I'll sign up for December so I can watch Final Battle because I still have, you know, strong feelings towards that event because it's the greatest night in the history of our sport. But I I just, it it would not, like if I'm a, if I'm Warner Bros. Discovery, I got no problem hitting the dump button on AEW and bringing over the flagship program of WWE. Right, right. It's consistently number one, 52 weeks out of the year, Outside of live and of live sports, and and it's it's it despite what the rights fees are going to be, it's bankable. And it's and it's not only that, but like what you're going to pay for Raw, you would pay for a 22 week drama, 22 episode drama, and you're getting it for 52 weeks out of the year, and it's bankable, like you said, and 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 it would immediately raise the prestige of either one of those networks. So I, I would not be surprised to see Raw. Make the jump. And, and you know, it wouldn't shock me then if we're getting SmackDown on Monday on USA, NXT on Tuesday on the CW, and like Raw on Wednesday on on TBS. Like it would not shock me one bit if, if they did that. So who knows? What do you think? I think that, um, and I, I've always thought this, even when we were talking about the WWE or other companies, Owners have a real tendency to overvalue their their library. They really do. Like, and I think, and I think you can see the lack of a value of a library when you look at what happened when the WWE transitioned away from the WWE Network to Peacock. Like, what is valuable out of the old stuff that they post in in terms of their content? To someone other than myself, who is like, "Oh yes, check out these world class championship wrestling." Right. Even even episodes of Raw from the '90s, like those Monday Night Raw, uh, Monday Night War episodes, 
I'd be really interested to see how much interest there really is. Right. I would love to see see data on the most watched programs on the WWE Network. Right. It's always going to be the pay per view. It's just always going to be the PLA. Right. Like it just is. Um, I'd love to see where NXT falls within all that. Although it's on TV now, so it's on the network. Like right. the next day, that's probably going to change. But it's yeah, I would just be very interested to see what that and looks so, like. So to read that Tony is like holding out possibly and again this is i'm assuming this is rumor and innuendo because it's yeah. said to be um but i be- i'm willing like i i i have a a pre i'm predisposed to believe this right just because of, of tony and who he is and i could absolutely see him being like you know this is this is great stuff this is this this is a gold mine you're sitting on here um but yeah i um I don't care enough about AEW to continue talking about it. So war games. <laughs> Holy crap. Sorry about that. It's okay. War nice games on air. survives for now. War game survives for now. Look at that. We're going to let war game survive for a few extra minutes. As, as we did talk about the pro wrestling tees.com forward slash the chair shot bit, go there, buy a shirt while you're listening to these commercials. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. I haven't even told anybody yet, but I actually think a new, uh, a new, new, uh, new promo code is going to be coming soon. Um, oh, yeah. Well, it's the same promo code just for a different thing. I don't even think the Angry Lemonade one works anymore. I'm not even sure. I think Angry Lemonade actually shut down for a while while we've been advertising them. Well, um, I know. I, I, I joked uh, two years ago about how our new partnership with Angry Lemonade is, has been new for a really long time. <laughs> and that was two years ago. Um, yeah, I, I think we got a new one coming. So just, just to kind of sneak it That's in there. Exciting. But. Coming down the aisle to battle with War Games is another WWE. It's where War Games started in WWE, and that's NXT. NXT today announced a brand new TV deal going to the CW after Billy Corgan teased that he had not one but two programs going to the CW. One thing I'm, I'm really excited about with the CW, Patrick Dowd, is that it's it's legitimately called the CW. Like we often refer to the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter it's not CW, and we're just jokingly calling it the CW. Its actual name is the CW. 
Yes, absolutely. I mean, very much fits with us and our talk of the Facebook and the Twitter and, and what have you. Also, the inconsistency of you programming do, I just, within I just CW. want you to know. I, I have to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you didn't even say, and what might have you. You just said, and what have you. And I had PTSD from oh, a I'm phrase sorry. you didn't even say. And I'm sure you can figure out why. Oh, I, I remember. <laughs> Everybody I, knows. I remember. Anybody who knows us knows why we have PTSD from the phrase and what might have you. Uh, but anyway, back to this point. I, one, I think it's hilarious um, that uh, whatever Billy Corgan and this NWA CW thing, I think he even talked about it. Like the the, the Billy the, the Billy Corgan deal, whatever it was, very much struck me as the same sort of deal that women of wrestling have on my local CW station where it plays at like 4 PM on a Sunday and nobody knows it's airing. Like that's what this NWA thing struck me as. So that is not even in the same stratosphere of a ballpark as what is going to now happen for WWE NXT. I can count on NXT will be on at a specific time, no yes. matter what CW affiliate I am watching, as opposed to the NWA power being on at three o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday, maybe. Yeah, because you just don't know. I, he was paying for that shit. Like, come on. There's no, exactly. if he even had a deal, like he was buying Which that Which is time. funny. Which tells me, it's still not entirely impossible that the you know, UA could be on there if he's still paying. During like infomercial time. Effort. Yeah, I'm sure they could. Right, yeah. And I don't even think WWE would care. Yeah, no. I love Is NXT. It, I, I do love yes. NXT. It's it's if I could only pick one wrestling show to watch every single week, it would be NXT. And I it, it's I just, for some reason, the energy, the pace, whatever it is, I truly enjoy NXT. Um, so as excited as I am about war games, I'm going to let NXT continue in this here gauntlet match as, as we roll on. So war games, you have been eliminated. Don't worry, war games. We'll talk about you again as, as we build up to survivor series, but we are now down to WWE NXT and their opponent. The next entrant of the gauntlet match, Patrick O'Dowd. At WWE Crown Jewel, Solo Sokoa defeated John Cena in convincing fashion. And John Cena got the thank you Cena treatment from the fans. Walked away looking back. Who knows what's next for John Cena. But he put over Solo big time. There's a graphic out there. He pretty much put over every member of the Anawaii family now. And, and John Cena is doing John Cena things. And he put over Solo big time. He took like 10 of the Samoan spikes, which might actually hurt the move, not actually help the move. Um, but but Solo is is got the John Cena stamp. Yeah. Um he's it's you know how Samoa Joe is always victim to flashbins? Well, John Cena, he's he's susceptible to Samoans. It's just it's it's a fact it's his Achilles heel. Um uh, I mean he literally had to choke a bitch once to defeat a Samoan in, in a ring. So um Anyway, yeah, I, the Actors Guild is are still on strike, so I don't, I don't know. I know his uh, his Wipeout show is back. So oh, okay, I didn't even know that. 
Look at you. Yes, because it's not scripted television, so he can do it. It's uh, it's WWE is scripted television and still going. Well, but he doesn't fall under whatever specific parameters for the Actors Guild. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, Solo Sokoa, for example, doesn't have a SAG card. So there's that. And, And it's the same thing with reality television. Like, that doesn't fall under the same purview. So... Do you think that is is the SAG upset with John Cena for wrestling during this time? Nope. Okay, I didn't think so because he's doing. They, it. they don't they don't begrudge people for making money, like within their parameters. It's when you right. have the audacity to dress up for Halloween in in a movie that's in a movie that like has already come. It's weird. It's stupid. Um, like <laughs> all or nothing. Come on. But anyway. That's true. Um, all of that is to say that, you know, John Cena putting over somebody at one of the biggest shows that the, that the WWE now puts on year in and year out, because as much as it bothers me that that Crown Jewel happens, there's no denial that it is one of the marquee shows of the premium live event schedule for the WWE. They bring all of the stops out. Every stop. It's, it's the show outside of WrestleMania where if you want to see everybody, you watch. And so... That's a absolute perfect place for John Cena to right. put somebody over. And so it's fine. I really don't think this is much of a news item. And so okay. NXT is going to continue there we because go. I don't think it's that much of a news item. It's still newsworthy, but yeah. I'm it is, yeah, but not choice. point of the show newsworthy. Gotcha. No, that's totally fine. Um, by the way, because I don't know if you have Crown Jewel on here again, the stage, it was fucking dope. Like that might be the yeah. best, like one of my, it's easily a top five stage for their big mega event stages could be like, I watched that and I was like, I really wish this was like the WrestleMania stage. Like it was that good of a stage. Um, good on them. That's for sure. WWE NXT does have an opponent coming down. One that I'm very excited to talk about. It's the reason why you had to talk about CM Punk in our chair shot DM group. WWE reportedly has heavy interest in Will Ospreay, who will be a free agent in February. What do you think? I want to, t- I want to talk about this. Okay. Like, period. So you're like, advocating. I, I messaged you, God, was it six months ago, that Will Ospreay is a different worker. He than is. Than what I remember him being. And... Kind of like when I had my Braun Strowman I get it moment, I finally – I don't know that I finally get Will Ospreay. I appreciate the wrestler that I have seen Will Ospreay become at, in New Japan this year in particular. As he and, and he's and you've talked about it on uh, uh, on chats and discussions we've had and outside of this – there, there's a recognition by Will Ospreay mm-hmm. uh, of his timeline, and that he can't, he couldn't continue to work the way that he was working. And ever since they bumped him up uh, a level at, at New Japan, he hasn't had to. He's still right. putting on banger matches. He's still, he's, I think, doing his best work that I've seen at, at, at New Japan because he's working a slower style. It's a different style. He's still the same guy, but it is definitely the storytelling that he does in the ring is so much better now. Storytelling he's doing outside of the ring is so much better now. Um, 
I I want him in the WWE. I want I want him badly in the WWE. Sometime between seven and nine years ago, I'd have to go back and find out when, we had a gentleman on this program who wrestled by the name of Ricochet. We bring up people who've been on the show that have gone on to big and bigger and better things. We don't always bring up Ricochet. Ricochet appeared on the program. And I asked him the question because right around the time that he was on there, and he was on there thanks to our good friend Heather Lynn, he, he had recently done in the Indies a double moonsault spot. And, and 14 years ago, Ricochet, or nine or seven, how many years ago, said he was never going to do that again. And I was like, why? So, so you said you're not going to do it again. Why are you not going to do that again? And he was like, because I'm not as stupid now as I was when I did that move. Like, he just gets it. And Ricochet now is, is one of my favorite performers to watch. Like, he just, because it's special. And he understands how to make it special. And he learned that from being in WWE. And I think Will Ospreay is ready for that. Like, he's 30 years old now. And he probably realizes, okay, I could do this for maybe three or four more years. Or I can go to WWE and maybe do this for 10 more years because I'll change my style. And he'll still do the things that you want to see him do. It'll just be more important when he does them. And he can stretch his career out. Maybe even if he still makes the same amount of money he's making in New Japan. But if you can make 1.5 for four years or you can make 1.5 for 10 years, I'm going to go with 10 just because he, and I think he would still love it. And not only that, but the Will Ospreay, and I've said this before, I think even on these shows or maybe elsewhere, the Will Ospreay who goes from spot monkey to, to storytelling gymnast to storyteller, to me would be a very ideal person for like working in NXT, working behind the scenes, all of that. So now we're talking about a career beyond 40 and into your 50s and wherever else. Like, and he could go to AW, he could do whatever. But I agree with you. I love the heavy interest in Will Ospreay and, and want to see that. And I am going to carry Will Ospreay forward. NXT, I love you. You have been eliminated from the gauntlet. And now we are bringing out an opponent for Will Ospreay that I am. When I was looking up news items, I hadn't even seen this one yet. When I saw it, I was like, this has to be one of our options. And I am so excited about it, Patrick. I'm going to read the item, and then I'm going to play the second commercial, and then we can get your thoughts on on said item. I, I, get, I need to write down the time of the first commercial. I never did that. So let's do that real quick, or at least estimate it. Um, so item, the next entry into the gauntlet, Patrick O'Dowd, is about one of our favorite words of the past couple of years. And that word is tampering. The two contracts that Tony Khan believes WWE were tampering with were Swerve Strickland, who was approached to return as part of Hit Row, and William Regal, who was eventually let out of his AEW deal early, but cannot appear on WWE television until 2024, which is fast approaching. So... I'll tell you what I think. Patrick will tell you what he thinks. But first, yeah, we can play a commercial. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com.
I love the tampering topic just because it's so stupid. It's 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 like a car crash. Like you just have to watch. Um, I I I believe it's completely plausible that WWE hit up Swerve Strickland. I think it's completely possible that they were talking to William Regal before he asked to be out of his contract with WWE. I also know that it's perfectly legal and not tampering because tampering doesn't exist outside of collectively bargained sports and WWE is not a collectively bargained sport. Why is this still? What gets me is that the internet wrestling news people are still reporting about it and referring to it as tampering. They don't even get it. They just assume Tony Khan must be right because he's Tony Khan. And and for as bad as he is as a booker and, and promoter and whatever, at least like he's using the proper terminology when he does those things. But with tampering, like he knows what tampering is. He's involved in two different sports leagues that have collectively, collectively bargained bargain. contracts. Oh, yeah. But I don't think he knows why tampering exists in those leagues. I just right. don't. He knows that it exists. I don't think he knows why it exists. Yeah, and he's and he's using he's using that lack of knowledge but terminology to 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 create this equivalency. Oh, is is that is that how it's going to be? I'm I mean, just assuming. Right. I'm just assuming. You're right. I can always I mean, fix it. No, no, you don't have to fix it because um, well, Patrick is what Patrick is doing. What Patrick is referring to is the fact that on the document we're using to track this. I've already moved the topic down. That I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent positive he is not going to eliminate. It's a hundred percent positive. I'm not <laughs> going to eliminate it. Um, because again, every time this story comes up, it's stupid. It's yes, it stupid. Is. And and here's the other side of it. Do you think, honestly? Noble AEW fan listener who why if why you're listening to the show if you're an AEW fan I'm not entirely certain. Do you think same Tony's same like, reason they also think, watch Raw? Do you think Tony or the Young Bucks or any of the people you know any of the folks that are heavily involved with making AEW go don't reach out to WWE talent? Like of at all? Of course they do. They're but friends they, with them. So so then stop your bitching. Just quit your bitching. And honestly, like I'm glad Regal took it took his little jaunt over to AEW, saw what it was, realized what he needed to do, was ready to let that contract expire and go to what's next. Well, and, and, her, and he also wanted to be with his son. So that's sure. a big part of it. But yeah, this is just the stupidity is flowing. With this one, Patrick O'Dowd. It really, really is. So, it really, Yeah, absolutely. 1,000%. I've made the assumption, but just make it official for the people. Who's been eliminated? Oh, we, we, we eliminated Tony Khan and his stupid tampering accusations. So in this gauntlet match, Patrick O'Dowd, we have a very surprising opponent coming out to oppose Will Ospreay. And that is WWE legend? Question mark? I don't know. Marty Janetti. Marty Janetti said in a recent interview that Hulk Hogan once threw a party so wild that there was a gumball machine that when you turn the handle, it spit out random pills, random drugs that you would just take. 
And this is the most Marty Janetti thing ever for me. Um, do we want to talk about it more than we want to talk about Will Ospreay? I don't know. What do you think? No, I don't want to, but I do want to say, God, I hope this, like, I know it's a Marty Janetti story. I want it to be true on some level, just because how bonkers would that be? Um, one of the saddest things I think I ever watched was all of the, the dark side of the ring interviews with Marty Janetti, where he's, he's, the shit stuff he's talking about is just like, come on, dude. You know what's funny is they call it Dark Side of the Ring and it's all deep and depressing or whatever. You could flip it around and do like the outlandish stories of pro wrestling and just have Marty right. Jannetty there as like, like you know, what was well, it? I love the '80s or whatever was the VH1 ta- show. Tale, Tales from the Territories, yeah, is kind of that. Like they could, like he was in the AWA and him and Sean were doing some shit. Back Even in. the people that weren't there, they can still talk about it because they've heard stories. Right. Like Janetti would be a great person to have on one of those shows. Jericho was on some of them in the past. Not even the wrestling yep. ones, but the non-wrestling. Like you well, could do that. Outlandish stories. What's that? He's the narrator for Dark Side. Jericho is. Yeah. No kidding. I, I, you can see that I don't watch it, but um, to me, I would just think that Marty Janetti, just hearing him tell these stories. True or not, I don't even care. From an entertainment right. perspective, again, this entire business is a work. It's a very From an entertainment perspective. I would love, love to see that. Um, do I want to talk about that more than I want to talk about Will Ospreay and the heavy interest that WWE has in him? It's closer than you would think because this story is just so amazing. And, I, and I'm tempted. I'm on the edge right now. I, I really want to hey, pick it. You, it's your right, man. You you make the call. But I also don't know what else that we could possibly say about it that we haven't already said. Because the only thing I know about this is what's written on the page. I right. have no other things to talk about. So congratulations, Will Ospreay. You have continued. You have overcome the the crazy, uh, very difficult threat of Marty Janetti. And you have your final opponent coming down the aisle. And there's actually three of them coming down at once. And it would be people that go by the name of Brutus, Julius, and Ivy. As WWE officials are reportedly very happy with the Creed Brothers and Ivy Niles work on Raw thus far. And I got to tell you, I, I didn't think they were ready. I really didn't. I thought that... The style they were wrestling and what they were doing in NXT. And I hate that they changed their finisher because the Brutus Ball to me is a great move, but it's not a finisher. Um, what they were doing before with the the tackle thing and then the sliding clothesline I thought was great. But um, the Brutus Ball is going to get over and be on t-shirts. So I completely understand that. But And Julius can use the other thing as his finisher when he's a solo act, which he will be at some point. But the Creed brother, I guess at some point you just got to, you got to go and you got to see what works. And it's not like you stop learning. They live in Orlando. They're going to continue right. to train. There's a ton of great talent on Raw. They've already worked with the Alpha Academy one week and Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa the next. Like, like they're definitely being put in there with great people to work with. They've been victorious both times. And, and to me, the Creed brothers are the closest thing we're going to get to the Steiners in this day and age. Um, I'm super excited about them to be there. And in the women's battle Royal, they showcased the hell out of Ivy Nile and the fans were into her. And most of those fans don't know who she is, 
Like, right. like, like, like I know she's so, the, she's the Connecticut crowd looking wrestler. Yeah. She like is. she's, she's unlike what they, what they've seen before. And that's, that's always a good thing. And, and she backs it up a little bit. So she does like, she is know, tough. When, and when, um, when you've got that, then. And they got, I mean, you know, the Titan games thing they can talk about. She was the first ever woman yep. to win on Titan games. And, they have the the backstory that they can do with both them and the Creed brothers, you know, decorated athletes at Duke University. Like, there's so much they can talk about there. Right, right. And and so um, I do think that they've got got some great great potential in the future. Yeah, I um, we play a game. We play another game on the Greg DeMarco show every once in a while called Patrick O'Dowd watches NXT. And <laughs> uh, the last time we played this game. Uh, the Creed Brothers was was one of the two aspects of NXT that I was like, I can get behind these guys. Like even you know, and they they were as you said, like they're they're doing their thing, they're learning. Um, they were by no means perfect, but I can I can see it with them. You know, you talk about intangibles and like it factors, like yes, the Steiner vibes are there. Um, but, but just the way, regardless of their talent and their skill in the ring, the way they're carrying themselves so far, it's, you, you can see what you can see what they see. And I think that's great. So, um, yeah, I think the WWE officials should be pleased with what's going on with Creed brothers and, and Ivy Nile on, on raw so far. Um, don't fuck it up and do something weird like draft them apart from each other too soon. I don't think they uh, they haven't been doing that lately. Right. And but I mean I, everybody I, in the world thought that the street profits should have been broken up by now and they're not like right. I think what's more likely is that sometime between now and WrestleMania 40 we're going to split the tag titles. And and yeah. cuz they are they have been rebuilding the tag team division in both wrong. Like for all the things to be happy with Triple H's work in WWE since taking over creative, you of all people have to be most happy with the fact that he is dedicated. He's saving tag team wrestling, man. He is he is hashtag saving tag team wrestling. He is dedicating far the resource of time, he is dedicating far more of that to tag team wrestling than ever before. Yeah, I um I can't be mad about that. No. No, but does it beat out Will Ospreay? Um, for me, it doesn't. Because I think Will Ospreay has the potential to... I'll, I'll even take this. Will Ospreay has the opportunity, if, if, he, if this is true and were to sign with the WWE, to be as big a deal as when AJ Styles showed up at the Royal Rumble... And then went on the run that he had, and probably even longer than the run that AJ Styles had, given where they are in terms of age and career. Now he's not quite as famous, but I also don't think they're going to change his name. No, you know, he's still going to be the name changing. I'm to the point now where when somebody brings up the name changing thing, I'm just like, stop. Well, it's and again, it's because. As you've as you've covered and documented, nine times out of ten, that name wasn't some random no. person spitballing a name and throwing it at them. It's it's coming from somewhere, um, and and so for those of you who are salty about you know Brian Pillman Jr., 
go back and, and do a little reading. Uh, it's not that hard to figure out or find. But I, you know, I think Will Ospreay, if this is true and there's heavy interest, um, I think the the thing that's intriguing for me is what does heavy interest actually mean in terms of where they see him on a card when he actually comes to the WWE, you right. know, on that other side, is it, do they have heavy interest in them and want him to be in a like Shinsuke Nakamura role or do they want them, want him to be in that an AJ style sort of role or a Seth, like on the level, like a Seth Rollins, Will Ospreay match will be, fucking amazing of course it will um, yeah and, and if they both want him it. at that level after seth Rollins. well it's interesting that you say that because i don't think they have an answer to that question probably I, not like uh, jade cargill i don't think they yeah. know what she's gonna be i think they know wb hires for what you can possibly be very True. outside of when they brought back cody rhodes I don't, I don't think they brought back Cody Rhodes and they're like, let's see what he does. I think they brought back Cody Rhodes and knew exactly what they were getting because he spent his whole life there before he was before he left for a few years. So Cody Rhodes is a completely different situation. Remember, we, we talked about it before. Like two years, three years into his run with WWE, AJ Styles had, Styles had held the championship for like 70% of it. I calculated right. the numbers out. Like they didn't hire him knowing that was going to happen. That he would like win and, the triple and, crown, and, and, and all any all anybody on the IWC could say was he lost to Chris Jericho in wrestling in his first WrestleMania match, right? Yeah, but he beat Shane in a second, so who knows? But it's God, people are so stupid. But he did it in front of a hundred thousand people at at Cowboy Stadium. Like it's you got to think about things sometimes. So, um. I don't think they know what level they would want Will Ospreay to be at, but I think they know they want him. Personally, yep. and I haven't seen as much of Will Ospreay as others have, but I've seen enough. I would love to see him in WWE. I'd love to see what they do with him. I'd love to see those matches. Uh, the, the the spot that went viral years ago of him and Ricochet in Japan was completely like choreographed or whatever. Like I'd love to see them work a match and refer back to that spot just for Triple H, kind of giving that to the hardcore IWC fans, but doing it right in a way that doesn't look so choreographed and everything like see that again. There's so much good that will Ospreay, and he would have to relocate from the UK to the U S which he was against for years. And now he's okay with, even though he and his wife just redid their kitchen as he talked about. Um, I think it'll be okay. He would probably move to Orlando. That's where they all seem to move to. And I bet he'd be okay with a quick little run in NXT. I really do. Uh, I don't think he would need this, this now. I don't know. Cause, cause, they probably already have a plan for Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. They probably do. Yeah, I and and I don't know that you need to bring him in and and I don't know. I don't think you do I either. Don't, I I don't I don't think you. Um, yeah, I don't because I don't know who you'd want to put him up against that would that would help him that would satisfy fans in the know, right? And makes sense to the WWE crowd that doesn't know. Because what are you going to do? Put him in against Walter? Or sorry, not Walter, <laughs> Gunther? Sorry, I totally slipped on that. Speaking of names. Uh, but you don't, you see what I'm saying here? Because, yeah. again, that'd be a banger of a match. Of course Osprey, it would, and it'll happen. Osprey, yeah. Um, but a WWE crowd isn't going to be like, 
Like, is he going to think for a second that Gunter's going to lose to to Will Ospreay, no matter how big of a deal you make him sound? And IWC fans and New Japan fans are going to be indignant that, oh my God, he jobbed out to Gunther like right off the bat. Like, right. you just can't yeah. win with it. You have no, to. Can't. You have to keep him out of it until forty-one, in my opinion. Yeah, you have him debut sometime between there. And when I say he has to go to NXT, I think it's a quick run in NXT. And by SummerSlam to the end of the year, he'd be on the main roster. Like, I don't think it'd be a long time. Kind of like Dragon Lee. Like, it was a quick little, let's get you set up, get you moved out here, get you moved in, get you ingrained to how we do TV. Poof, here you go. Like, I don't think it would need to be a long tenure at all, but I think he would kick all kinds of ass while he was there. Fans would love it. It's going to be on a new TV network. Come next fall, like we talked about that. So, uh, but I think he could be a star. I don't think they have a slot for him per se where they want him to be, but I think they know they want him, and I think it's a good sign. And if I were him, and I'm not, but if I were him, that's where I would want to go. Um, right. AEW would offer him more flexibility. AEW would offer him the opportunity to go back to the UK more frequently, because uh, it's so easy for talent to get time off in AEW because pff, they got a million of them. So. I think that that there's a lot of reasons why I could see it happening, but selfishly and and for the level of performer that he is, what I want is for him to end up in WWE. That's my own personal choice. But for the purpose, he better he better keep that ridiculous vest robe too. Damn it! I mean, Cody's kept all his ridiculous shit, so and it's gotten over. Is the presentation? Exactly. I think they would. I mean, again, Cody got to keep the theme song, the pyro, the jacket, the neck tattoo. Well, that would have been the hardest one to get rid of. Like everything, right. like the entire Cody Rhodes AEW gimmick just got picked up like the house from up and moved into – I just got a Disney up reference on the program – and moved into WWE. Um, and I'm sure you guys know this because we see it on every single program. But nobody wants to have that conversation, the Cody Rose being shoved down our throat conversation. Because, um, again, we had to get him in the crown jewel because he has to be on every event. He might be the only person that hasn't appeared on every single pay-per-view. This, this, like he's, he might be the only person that's been on every single pay-per-view event this year. Him and maybe like Jey Uso or something. I don't know. But yeah. he, he didn't wrestle on the last one too, but he did appear. Um, a lot of people appeared at crown jewel that didn't wrestle. And I'm like, that's a long-ass trip. For for a, a quick little spot, but that's 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 why it's such an important event for the company. Will Osprey, I really hope you go to WWE. And he, of all the topics we talked about this week, was the most important, most promising wrestling news topic, and thus the winner of the wrestling news gauntlet match. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. Patrick O'Dowd, somewhere between his WrestleMania match against Edge and Daniel Bryan Danielson and his WrestleMania match against Brock Lesnar, I told the world that Roman Reigns was going to hold, at the time, the WWE Universal Championship through September of 2024 so that he could surpass the reign of Hulk Hogan. And for a while, people were into it. And then Cody Rhodes happened and and Cody won the rumble and Cody didn't win at WrestleMania. And that was like the biggest mistake in the history of our sport. 
And almost immediately, everybody was like, well, that's because Cody's going to win at WrestleMania. For a long time, it was SummerSlam that Cody was going to win. Oh, yeah. For Cody, a lot of people. Cody's, been the, Cody's been the next big winner of every major pay-per-view. And and now it's it's WrestleMania. Everybody's 100% sure that Cody's going to win the title at WrestleMania 40. And, and, and then, all of a sudden, the wrestling news cycle decided to pull an LA night and say, nah, nah. Roman's going to retain at WrestleMania 40, not necessarily against Cody, but just in general. He's going to pass Hogan in September and lose at WrestleMania 41. And I'm not saying that's what's going to happen. I'm not saying that I have insider sources and I know that for a fact. But I am saying I've been telling you this for like two years now. And all of a sudden, here come all these people. And I'm like, I feel like it's, it's like a dad moment for me. Like, if you had just listened to me two years ago. You would have understood why we are where we are right now. And that to me, it's like when I was listening to to DWI podcast and people were saying, well, with there being a five way for Rhea Ripley, she can lose the women's title and and not have to get pinned. So I could see this being where Ripley drops title. And I'm like, do you not see what they're doing? Rhea Ripley's going to hold that thing for like the next two WrestleManias. Like she is going to be the long reigning champion on the women's side. Like that's what's going to happen with, with Rhea Ripley. Wait, wait, wait. They talk themselves into a five-way? That's what they did at Crown Jewel. No, I get that. But, like, they talked themselves into a five-way, yeah. like, like that was how they were going to get the belt off. Right, because anybody could pin anybody else, and Ripley doesn't have to be involved in the finish. Yes, that's why. Right, it, it's, it's, because that's, it's what we do. that's the MO. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this over for 30 seconds. Our colleagues need to get out of their brain of how the WWE used to work. You're right. You're right. It's hard to do that. You you have to acknowledge that is very difficult to do. I, I agree. But and I get it because for some of these people, it's 40 plus years of seeing a certain direction of not just the WWE. Maybe like 20 wrestling. plus years. I don't think they were doing this 40 years ago, but I don't think they were doing triple Dave threats is, to save a Dave title. Dave is a decade right. older than but, me. But I don't think Dave was watching Fatal 4-Way matches 40 years ago. No, no, no. But but my point here is – but you know what my point is. My right. point is is that there's there's been this large assumption of of what and, – and not wrong, not wrong entirely. But we've been under this regime for how long now? Yeah, like a, a year, not even a year and a half. Right. So I get that it's still new, but patterns are emerging, friends. Absolutely. Not all how of them many good. Titles have, how many titles have changed hands on a Raw? Outside of the tag titles, like nothing. Well, U.S. title did, Intercontinental. World titles have not changed hands on television exactly. since so Triple H took over. And when I say and world titles, other, I mean men's and women's. And even those examples that you cited that have happened, it's not a thing. Like we're we're getting into a style of booking that is like that is very much a FOMO if you miss a, a premium live event and not in a bad it's, way. It's the style that everybody wanted and now they're complaining about. It. Right. Right. And now they don't know what to do with themselves. They they're like, what do I do with my hands? Um anyway, all all of this is to say whether you you've watched wrestling for the last 30, you know, if you grew up in the attitude era, if you grew up complaining about how, you know, the WWE booked over the last decade and a half, those times are, are 
quickly fading in every damn oh yeah show is not you you you, you just got to change what you're thinking you got to change your thinking even though the the WWE Women's Championship which bounced around a little bit at, between WrestleMania and and uh and and SummerSlam it all happened on premium live events it none of it happened on television and and because i think what they're saying is that we know we have a lot of titles so we're going to change the tag titles and we're going to change the the secondary titles for the men on television not always but you know more and we're going to save the world title changes for premium live events so if one happens to happen on television it's going to be a huge deal and most of these reigns have lasted uh, a longer yeah. period of time. Uh, the SmackDown women's title, like I said, bounced around a little bit. But like Rhea Ripley, in my opinion, and I've said it before, she is their women's version of Roman Reigns. Like she's not yes. losing. And not only that, and this regime hasn't been put in this position yet. If Rhea Ripley is going to lose her title, she's not going to lose it because Nia Jax got pinned. Or Tony right. Stark got pinned. She's going to lose it because she got pinned. It's going to matter. But she's going to beat Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 40. And she's probably going to wrestle Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 41. And, and Rhea Ripley like is going to – and when she wrestles Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 41, that is going to be touted as the biggest women's match in the history of our sport. Like that's what they're right. going to build towards. Um, they probably already have it penciled in. Like, like I'm sure of it. They're just because it's obvious. It's right there. It's obvious for anybody to see. But I don't think – they would end. They would let a Rhea Ripley lose unless it was part of a bigger plan where she wins it back and does something like they could still storyline it. But Triple H just hasn't been doing that. Um, and and say, no one's even talking about it. It Before the Triple H regime, the women never held a world title. Right. They never held a WWE. Like, like they the phrases that were used for the men were not used for the women. And now they are. Which is something I've been begging for for years. I wanted them to change the men's titles to be Raw and SmackDown to match the women's, but instead they finally changed the women's to match the men's. Like he might be the best thing that they've done for women's wrestling in terms of a booker and a promoter short of hiring a woman to do it. So yeah, it's, and and there is NXT people like he's, he's gonna do what he wants. It, it, it's yeah. It just, it's just mind numbing to me, but the Roman Reigns thing, like I've been saying, and it's, and I've been giving the same reason all along. You're never right. going to be this close again. Maybe with Rhea Ripley on the women's side. And I think they want they want to crown a women's champion. Like Becky held the Raw Women's Championship for over a year. Yep. A lot of, you know, COVID hit and all that. Like she wanted at WrestleMania 35 and then she had to forfeit it, you know, after Money in the Bank during COVID because she was pregnant. But I think Rhea Ripley is going to to break the records and with this title run that she's on right now, which is why she right. doesn't defend it all that much. Roman Reigns, I'll be honest with you, and I haven't said this publicly, but I've definitely thought it and maybe commented it here or there. I haven't really liked his 2023 all that much. Yeah. Like, I think he's just done a little too little. Like, it's right. just... You know, a lot of it was within the bloodline. He wrestled Jey Uso at SummerSlam. He had the tag matches. Like, he and Solo challenged Kevin Owens to Sami Zayn, and then he and Solo wrestled the Usos at Money in the Bank. Like, it was just so bloodline-centric for me. When they've got great talent on SmackDown, he could be wrestling. Yeah. And then he finally true. wrestled LA Knight, but, like, where's my AJ Styles feud? Where's my Sheamus feud? Where's my... 
you know, Rey Mysterio feud. Like, where's my Bobby Lashley feud? You, you hear that, WWE? Greg's got a playlist and you haven't hit it. You haven't hit it and I need you to hit it. But here's the thing. They can do all of that next year. They it's almost to. like they said, look, let's coast this year so we can wrap it up next year and then you lose it at 41. Like, if you're going to go that long, at least have a good plan involved. And, and at some point, there had to be a lull. And again, a lot more people were bringing up leukemia recently. Like, someone actually said, maybe he got leukemia back, which drove me crazy. You got leukemia it's, it's, back. <laughs> because, well, you can be cured of certain forms of leukemia. Not the right. one he has. And it's so funny, too, because I, whenever I comment this, because it's come up more, I, I always put the caveat at the end. I'm like, look, before you argue with me, know that I have the same exact thing. Like, I kind of know what I'm talking about. Like, I've right. been there. I've talked to the doctors. And, like, at short, you know, after having the conversation with my family and everything, the first thing I looked up was which form of leukemia Roman Reigns has and found that he has the exact same one. Because that's the only reference point I had of, of a famous person or whatever. And it was just like, well, let's go. Um, so that could be a factor as well. Who knows? Um, and if it is a factor and that's why he loses, I don't know. There's reasons that it, it would be acceptable to me for him to lose. And I'll be okay with the fact that my whole, we didn't hit everything on my playlist, but it's there for the taking right. if they want to do it and get through to WrestleMania 41. But the big point of this three minute warning is the fact that now all of a sudden everyone's talking about it and that's wrestling. No one two years ago could talk about WrestleMania 41. Like they just we're too short sighted as wrestling fans, not you and I, but the the greater we. And and just like you talked about with the Fatal Five way, like fans have not caught up yet. There was a while where fans were ahead of WWE, and WWE has now passed the fans, and the fans have not caught up to WWE yet. That's where we are right now, and that's difficult for the fans. What's not difficult though is the fact that. I think we did all right with this concept. I think we did all right with this program. Uh, we definitely talked about it for an hour and 15 minutes. So good little. There you se- go. The best 75 minutes in in wrestling um, is, is what we had. The winner, if you weren't paying attention, was, of course, WWE has heavy interest in Will Ospreay. Uh, despite Drew McIntyre's early run through the gauntlet, it was Will Ospreay who picked it up and was able to, was able to win. So we appreciate Big you w. listening. Big W. It sounds like. The wrestling man crushes. We got ourselves a list for next week, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So until then, though, he's Patrick O'Dowd. He's the wrestling realist at Wrestling Realist, W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T, on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, and on the threads, even though no one uses it. I'm at Greg DeMarco44. The website is at ChairShotMedia. TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Uh, maybe you can go to AngryLemonade.com and use the promo code chair shot and save 10%. I don't know. Maybe you can't. Try it out. Let me know what happens. Who knows? But we appreciate you listening. We're excited to do this again next week. But until then, he's Patrick. I'm Greg. Always use your head. <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.